Hello, and welcome to the Hinterviews podcast with Peter Hinton, produced by the National Arts Centre English Theatre and coming to you from the Salon of Canada's National Arts Centre in Ottawa. I'm Sean Fitzpatrick. Welcome to the first Hinterview of the NAC English Theatre's 2010-11 season. In each episode, we will take you into the intimate world of the artists and creative minds behind the productions on stage at the National Arts Centre English Theatre. In them, Artistic Director Peter Hinton chats with a guest artist associated with the production. In this interview podcast, Peter speaks with Cherry B, Artistic Director of the English Section of the National Theatre School of Canada, about the history of the school and the celebration behind its 50th anniversary, which included a partnership with the NAC English Theatre on William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, which ran in the NAC Theatre October 19th to November 6th. For more information about the NAC English Theatre production of Romeo and Juliet, please visit nac-cna.ca. Click on English Theatre. And now, here are Peter Hinton and Sherry B. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the interview. And it's our first interview of the 1011 the 1011, the 2010, <laughs> 2011 season. And um, this year, uh, the plays that we're doing all in some way focus on youth. They all have young characters as a, a center of the storytelling in the play. And it came about with last year celebrating our 40th. We had been looking so much to the past and what has the legacy of Canadian theatre been and what are the plays we've been doing? Where have we been? So it was kind of a natural thing for us to look towards the future. And um, for the last five years, as some of you know, we've done a research and development project called The Arc, where for three weeks we gather with students and professional actors and directors, playwrights, scientists, dramaturgs, and we work on research on a body of theatre history and present one night the fruits of our research and labour. And we thought, wouldn't that be extraordinary to take that this season into a full production? And I'm very, very thrilled to introduce to you someone who is right in there on what the future of Canadian theatre might be, and that is Sherry B., who is Artistic Director of the English Section of the National Theatre School of Canada. Before I invite you to join in welcoming Sherry, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. After completing her Bachelor of Arts degree at UBC and a postgraduate diploma at McGill, Sherry studied at the Playhouse Acting School of, the, of Vancouver under the artistic direction of Powis Thomas, one of the founders of the National Theatre School. In her 30 years as an actor, she has performed on most stages across the country, including Canadian Stage, the National Arts Centre, where Sherry appeared in Noises Off, Children of a Lesser God. She appeared at the Centaur Manitoba Theatre Centre, the Globe Theatre Regina, the Vancouver Playhouse, the Arts Club Theatre, the Belfry Theatre in Victoria, which is her home province, British Columbia. Sherry originated roles in Canadian plays like Seven Stories by Morris Panitch, 1949 by David French, and Jenny's Story by Betty Lambert. 
In August of 2006, she played in the Odin Teatritz Ur Hamlet at the real Elsinore Castle in Denmark and at the Ravenna Festival in Italy. Her favorite directing projects include dancing at Lunasa and under Milkwood. And in 1992, Sherry was awarded the first Ray Michael Award for Outstanding Body of Work by an emerging director at the Jesse Richardson Awards in Vancouver. She's a longtime company member at both the Caravan Stage Company in BC and Theatre Beyond Words in Niagara-on-the-Lake. She worked as a guest director for more than 10 years before joining the school's resident faculty as artistic director of the English section in 2001. Please join me in welcoming Sherry B. to the National Arts Centre. Um, Sherry, I wonder if maybe what we could do is just start and if you could just tell us a little bit about what the National Theatre School is, a little bit. You're celebrating your 50th anniversary of the school this year. The National Theatre School is, yeah. a, uh, is located, we're located in Montreal, on Saint-Denis in Montreal, and we are a, um, a school that has two programs, a French section and an English section. Uh, the school was conceived by Michel Saint-Denis with the purpose of, of um, having a training centre for all of the... Um, all of the crafts, all of the crafts that are involved in the theatre. So we have an acting section, we have a directing program, we have a playwriting program. One of our playwrights is in the audience today. Uh, we have a, a production program. Uh, so all of the um, all of the arts that are that make up the collaborative uh, art, which is the theatre. Our, uh, we have a training, it's a training ground. So we work together at the school. There's a French section and an English section, and uh, we, we at times are, work together as two sections. With a, we're on launching a program right now that is a bilingual program. Uh, wow. The students have uh, warm-up together. So it is a very hands-on conservatory program that um, for training in the theatre. And these, these students work hard, eh? They're in there early in the morning, they, it, what's they, a typical day for a student at your school? The student starts for, for the acting program. The students start at 8.30 in the morning with warm-up, French and English together. So and it's a physical It's a physical, uh, you know, like calisthenics. Uh, it's a gymnasium, if you want, um, to bring them to the work, to prepare them to yeah. begin the work. Um, and that's about a 20-minute, 25-minute warm-up. Uh, sometimes it's a very vigorous warm-up. Sometimes it's a slower, more quiet warm-up. Um, that depends on yeah. what they're aiming for, what the, what the program, what they're doing afterwards. Uh, then they go into core classes in the morning, which could be movement, could be voice work, could be singing. So that's what we call our core uh, classes. And then in the afternoon, it's project work, so they, it's like rehearsal. So they apply the work that they've been working on in the morning. And they are very integrated, all of those classes together, because... Uh, because the work that we do depends on all of that core work. And, and then they may be in, in the rehearsal until 10 at night. So they may start at 8.30 in the morning and go through till 8, at no, 8 9, 10 at night, six days a week. So it's, a, it's an Olympic uh, reach. Production students are there seven days a week. The actors are there six days a week. Often the production students are there seven days a week. The sonography students are in their studio drawing seven days a week as well, and often late, late, late into the night. So. It's a, it's a, the stamina, that the, the maturity that a student needs to come to the program, which isn't necessarily a chronological uh, yeah, yeah. maturity, but that has the, the commitment to enter that kind of a rigorous, rigorous training program is, um, the demands are high. 
Yes. Now, you yourself trained at the Vancouver Playhouse Acting School, yep. which um, no longer exists at school. But that school was very unique in that it was a theatre school attached to a professional producing theatre. What influence did that have on your thoughts about training, about your experience as an actor, and has it informed your I work think, at National Theatre School? I think that there's no question that I am the product of that experiment, which was an experiment between Powis Thomas ten years after he was at the National Theatre School as, as yeah. one of the founding members of the National Theatre School. It was a, a vision, a dream that, that Christopher Newton, who you probably know, ran the um, Shaw Festival for 20-odd years, uh, but before he'd been at the Shaw, he was at the Playhouse in Vancouver, and Christopher and um, Powis dreamed together one year in the uh, early 70s that mm -hmm. wouldn't it be great to do another, uh, another, rethink the idea of the National Theatre School, what would it be that they would, they would mm. want to bring to that training, and the, the key thing that they wanted to bring to it was the connection to a, to a theatre company, so that the students would be have the experience of working alongside of their seniors. So with, with uh, the work that I've been doing at the school, certainly it's been a huge part of, of my dream was that this would happen. And last night being here in the theatre, seeing right. the students working with their seniors, some of them grads from the program as well, from, from the school. Uh, so that, certainly that dream has been, is an important one yeah. to me in terms of, uh, of what the training, how do you, the students, when they've come back from the ARC, which is what we've done up to this year, they, when they've come back from the ARC, they come back hungrier, uh, more, understanding more what it is that the training, you know, that they want from the training, that they need from the training. So I think it's, it's been an exceptional opportunity to have that uh, opportunity both to be in an English with their English seniors, but also to be, we're in Montreal, so we're, and we're inside a French language uh, environment and for the students to be in Montreal learning about their culture, their world, outside of a kind of monolithic English continent that we live on, gives them such insight into what, is, what do they crave in their own culture, what, do, what does their language mean to them. Uh, mm -hmm. So, but at the same time to come up here to Ottawa for those three weeks in second year, or in this case the two months in third year, has been a huge compliment to that exploration, which, uh, so coming into their home and then heading right back into the... Yeah, I, I should remind everyone, in case you don't know, that in the production of Romeo and Juliet you're about to see, the young characters in the play are played by the graduating class of the National Theatre School to commemorate their 50th anniversary and our partnership with them. The old characters the parents, the nurse, the friar, Mercutio, are played by members of the English Theatre Company. So it's been a real collaboration in the rehearsal room, in the conception of the production, and right through to performance of experienced professional actors and student actors working together. So that... And asking them, talking to them now, at this moment, so they've been in rehearsal for six weeks with Peter, Peter's guidance has been huge to the success of this project, this experiment, I would say. That, that there's no question that it took someone like Peter, who is both a, a pedagogue and a, an artist, a visionary, to, to guide the students into the, the work that they're doing, uh, which is very exciting. Um, to ask them, what is it that you're, that you're finding out? That 
usually we do in third year. We have a season of shows at, at the school in third year, but they're their own classmates, so they're working together. So what is it that they have gained from this experience of working with their with experienced professionals? And you know, there's a, there are probably countless things that they've gained that they don't can't even articulate yet. But certainly a sense of meeting an audience and seeing how the professionals, how the more experienced actors meet an audience and how they take that in. One of the actors talked about being able to let go of, you know, you come in, you think, ah, darn it, I didn't quite hit that. Rather than holding on to that for the rest of the show, they let it go and they move on to the next moment in the stage. So sort of seeing that forgiveness that the actors, that the professionals have, that the, you need to keep moving forward, keeping your eye on the, on the puck, as it were, um, that uh, but also, in rehearsal, when do I need to start making choices, the freedom to explore, and at what point do I need to start finding the architecture of my role and the character and so on. And, and I think they have learned a lot from watching their, their fellow actors, the, the, the senior actors, understanding, ah, okay, next time I go into rehearsal, I need to back that process up a little bit. I need to make some really defined choices a little bit earlier and find out where that takes me. Yeah. It's, it's a very interesting thing to watch young talent emerge because it doesn't emerge prescriptively. No. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. emerge like, well, we'll do this exercise and they'll get this and then they'll be able to do that and on we go. I wish it was. Oh, and so do they. Oh, and man. So do they. They, they, so... they say, you know, if you could only say how high I have to lift you my leg. Go, on Wednesday, we're going to do this and we do it. And it, so it's always a measuring of what's going in, and you might put something in Wednesday and not see it till the following Thursday. And the training is so much about, as is the, the work that they're called to do, is so much about understanding impulses and, and, and following impulses. And they're not necessarily described in their head. They come more quickly. They come through the body. They come through the voice. They, they come through the imagination. And so a lot of the training, we don't have, for example, we don't have marks at the school. The uh, evaluations are all done orally, so in interviews, mm. a one-on-one -on -one interviewing process. So there's nothing that they can say, okay, I got an A on that, I've got it. But rather, it's them having to understand mm. through themselves, you know, how does this work? What, 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 what is my practice? What, what do I uh -huh. need to do to meet the demands of this work? Beca and, and certainly, when they go out into the world as, as young actors, each one will have a very different practice. That, uh, and they need to, just like an athlete, they need to under, it's an athletic, athletic endeavor, the, the, emotionally, intellectually, imaginatively, but physically too. And uh, what is the practice that can support them, that can bring them to the place that they're free and, uh, and responsive and full of responsibility as well, that how can they mine a text? Um, yeah. I don't know if I told you, but one of my favorite things with an NTS student was in 2005, um, oh, maybe before, maybe 2004, uh, I directed a program, a show at the National Theatre School in Montreal with students. And uh, I got an email last spring from a student who was in that production saying, I just wanted to write you to say that you told me something in rehearsal that really frustrated me because I didn't understand what you meant. And I'm doing a play now, and I, I understand it. Thanks for the note. <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh my gosh. Well, we're all... It reminded me of how 
what learning is. You know, as the nurse says, oh, what learning is, eh? And, and, it, and we're always telling them 10 years from now, 15 oh. years from now, 20 years from now, some of this will make sense to you. And, and which is incredibly frustrating because they want it to make sense to them right now. But uh, yeah, it's seeing yeah. Michael Blake on stage is so fascinating because he was right. at the school 10 years ago. Michael Blake plays Mercutio in the production. And to see how the work has matured right. and... So and when you first came to the school, was he, he a He was student? there. He was the first graduating oh, wow. class there. So of course. that was, it, you know, it's been beautiful to see how his work over, you know, he's taken what he learned. And we think of those first three years, although the students when they come into the program don't, but we think of them as the first baby steps in a lifelong process of of learning and when you see someone like Michael Blake on the stage with the you know the the, the freedom and mm. the and the meets the text and his scene partners with such vigor and it, it is a thrilling Mercutio um, it's so exciting to see that how it has grown and, and flowered I over bet. the years yeah you must see that all the time you see that you often. See. And different and paths, different paths that, you know, someone who's trained as a director, as an actor maybe who moves into directing, right. that how the evolution, not only of the, the actor and the actor's practice, but how it takes them into other, other um, you know, how it flowers as maybe as, a, as an actor into a director or a playwright. Judith Thompson, who's a graduate from the school, and Wajdi Mwawad, both graduates from the school who are being honored at our next week at, a, at the Gascon Thomas, were both in the acting program, and now they are key writers in, uh, in our country and, and a voice of uh, oh, yes. significant voices in our, in, our, in our canon, which 50 years ago we didn't have. And, and I'm sure you all probably remember the Massey Commission in the... Or some of you will remember when the Massey Commission happened in the, in the early 50s, when all of this was just being imagined by, um, by a group of people who loved the theatre in the country and loved the arts in the country. And, and at that point, we're dreaming if, if, if we could realise a robust Canadian theatre, that maybe then we'd find our Canadian voice and our Canadian plays. And really, in the 50 years, those voices have emerged soundly and are in great health. And when we look at Judith Thompson's work, which has moved from being very downtown and urban Canada yeah. to recently looking out at... at the world in the Middle East and, and then comes back to Canada, never stopping to grow. And she's, it's very exciting to see how the voice changes and evolves and, and how the individual does. It's quite a roster if you get on the internet and go to the National Theatre School of Canada website. A thing I like to do is to look at the alumni list there because it's an incredible list of names of so many you'll recognize from you know, great classical actors to Ottawa's own Sandra Oh went to the National Theatre School and one of our young actors here in Ottawa, Katie Grabstis, who was one of the children in the production of the Scottish play we did a few years ago. After she did that, she auditioned. I remember her telling me, I'm going to audition for the National Theatre School. And here she is back... Uh, Beginning in and her ending, third year. holding yeah, the show yeah, in her. Yeah, each year now you travel across the country. Yes. And audition young people from all over Canada. We see about 500 students every year auditioning for the acting program, and and it's a remarkable thing, Peter, because they come from northern Saskatchewan or Newfoundland or downtown Toronto. 
with a, they have to bring a piece of Shakespeare and, uh, and a, that we have a list that they choose a piece of Shakespeare, a monologue, and a contemporary play. And you know that some of them have had no help with the, with the Shakespeare but because they maybe don't have the resources to um, have somebody help them with the piece. And, and sometimes, mysteriously, the piece plays through them in an extraordinarily moving way. And whether or not the theatre school is the place that they, you know, will train, to see that many young people with that sense of urgency about being in the theatre and telling stories and and wanting to be part of this, uh, you know, this, this art, this craft, is astonishingly exciting to, you know, just, yeah. just that part of one's work, to, to see the optimism and the, and the hard work that young people of 17 to 25, 26, are willing to, are absolutely committed to doing. It, it's, it's, a, it's a very optimistic time of year for me, seeing... What do you look for? Like, when you're looking for a young actor to train, do you ever see someone and they go, they don't need this training, they should go into the business? Or do you, are you looking for potential? Are you, what's the quality you're seeking? We're looking for an availability to the work. Um, we're looking for uh, a playfulness. Uh, we're looking for a willingness to work really, really hard and, and uh -huh. to, uh, and, and as I say, a maturity, which the 17-year-old can have the maturity and a 28-year-old can have the maturity and, and they cannot have it too, that the willingness to be in this, this kind of rigorous program. And sometimes more than that, the, that they don't need the program, it may be that this isn't, this kind of training, which is so rigorous and which does call on them to be in a very, um, you know, at the school, in a conservatory, there aren't choices. They, we, we take them on this journey. That uh, for, for some, that kind of training isn't necessarily the training that yeah. would suit their spirit. Um, so, a readiness for that work, uh, a passion for the work, but also a very, you know, an instrument that, that we feel is, is an instrument ready to be, uh, ready to be, trained and developed. And, and I know also you try to respond to the changing world of theatre. What the theatre is today is different than it was 50 years ago. Absolutely. I know, you know, when I was a young uh, actor, the idea would you'd go to get training and then you'd go to Stratford or Shaw. That's what you'd do. That was pretty much the standard thing and it's not so much that anymore. I think that what we, there's so much with young actors, so much self-producing and uh -huh. self-creating work that uh, certainly part of our work has to do with, with giving them the skills to, to create their own work and th that work, in the, in the, whether it's improv or devised work, certainly informs their work when they come to a classical text as well. I, I think that um, that the we live in a country with a huge, with the Rocky Mountains in, in our, at, 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 you know, in our landscape. And it seems to me that at one point there were maybe one summit or two summits that one would mm. aspire to. And I think now we see in the, in the young people and in the theatre, there are as many summits as there are Rocky Mountains and that they are as, as exciting to aspire to as, as the other. And my dream would be that they would yodel across from one summit to the other and, <laughs> uh -huh. and, and, and 
fertilize each other's work so that the young, young practitioner who's working, doing devised work up north, you know, would come to the festival, would come to Stratford. And the, and the studio at Stratford, I think, invites that now, which is very, it's yeah, really exciting yeah. that this kind of cross-pollination of aspirations and stories and ways of telling stories. Yeah. So how many students do you, how many uh, potential candidates do you see each year? We see, we see about 500 in the acne program, probably, and we take 12. <laughs> uh, wow. And, and many students apply over and over again. So, uh, you know, the first year it kind of demystifies the process and they yeah. come back again. And, and certainly we encourage them to come back again. Uh, in the writing program, we probably, we take two so, and we see, you know, 30 or, 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 or some, 30 or 40, directing programs, same thing, we take two. Uh, so, the, the, you know, there, there's a lot of competition for the program, but at the same time, the, the young people who look like this is the place for them to go, uh, they, they reveal themselves quite quickly and quite clearly. As well as that, in the 50 years since we, the school was created, there's a proliferation of programs across the country. And so there yeah, are a lot of right. choices for yes. young people, that, that, as well as the theatre school. And what's interesting then is that when they come out of theatre school, they have different ways of working and different things that they've been taught. And, and the, the, the kind of collaboration between programs and the work that they've, you know, methods that they bring with them, that again is part of the evolution of the, of the training and, and the work. So. There are a lot more choices in the country, uh, and that behooves us then to be very specific about what is it that our program offers that, that, only, that, you know, the, that we can only offer. As, and part of it is that we have all of the programs in the same building, and that we, uh, so mm -hmm. it's a very hands-on practical conservatory. But part of it is also that we're in Montreal, and, and this uh, incredible experience of being in the same building, sharing a building with the French section and the English section together. So. It's, a, it's an incredible thing. I remember, you know, <clears throat> when, when I was in theater school, uh, we were, our class was avidly complaining about what was wrong with our school and what didn't work and what wasn't right about it and what we didn't like in the training. And we had a wonderful, wonderful teacher and she said to us, she said, oh, theater school, three years of complaining about it and the rest of your life trying to get it back. <laughs> And we hear that from students coming back all oh. the time. Yes. Like, savor it, savor it. Savor it. Hard to do when you're inside it sometimes. Yeah, it's an incredible thing. I, I'm always so curious in the students the year after they graduate. Yes. Because they're a bit at sea. It's a very lonely time where you've had three years of people that are uh, looking at your body, your voice, your emotions, your uh, energy, your quality. There is, you know, it's like the best therapy in the world. You get all these people dedicated to you and then you go out into the world and no one cares. And that's it's where tough. I think the, the network of friends that, that they've made at the school, that the network of uh, colleagues that they've met here, for example, yeah. they get together, they read plays sometimes, we, we talk to the students, what, what, what do you do in that year, two, three years after you graduate when you're just trying to gain traction and, and find yes. your way in the world? Because it doesn't go away, you know. Like we're very fortunate to have the great Diane Dacula with us this year, and she was the assistant director, and she tells theater school stories like they were yesterday, because she lives with them in her ongoing work today. 
Well,、uh, it certainly has been a very, very rich exchange for us to do Romeo and Juliet with this school, and we wish you an extremely happy anniversary and a continued future of providing so much for theaters and audiences everywhere in Canada with the work at the school.、Um, if you are in, ever in Montreal, check out the National Theatre School. They do public performances. They're doing Tom Stoppard's Arcadia in December. So if you want to take a trip there, you could see that and see these students do other work. And、uh, a quick announcement that our next interview is going to be about the play Vimy, and it's going to be November 13th. But it's at GCTC. It's the Great Canadian Theatre Company, our partner on that show, and uh, it will be uh, in the afternoon on November 13th. So thank you very much for coming, and please join me in thanking our guest today, Sherry Dean. Thank you. Thank you. That's all for this edition of the Interviews podcast. Send us your comments and questions. You can reach us by sending an email to interviews at gmail dot com. We look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this and other NAC podcasts by visiting nac cna dot ca slash podcasts. There, you'll find our past episodes, subscription links, and instructions on how to subscribe. You can also easily find us as a free subscription in the podcast sections of the iTunes Music Store. Search on Interviews. If you'd like to stay in touch with news and updates from the NAC English Theater, sign up for a free e-bulletin by visiting nac-cna.ca/email-alerts. You can also find us on Facebook. Become a fan of the NAC English Theater on Facebook by entering NAC English Theater into the search bar. Until next time, this is Sean Fitzpatrick for Peter Hinton and Company saying goodbye from Canada's National Arts Centre in Ottawa.